This is the Salt Company National Podcast, a resource for college students on mission for Jesus. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Salt Company National Podcast live at conference. I've got Steven with me. We're back together again. Still no Zach, the, the trio. Yeah. We're not back. It's yeah, just cool. us two. Yeah. Minutes before Saturday night session. Minutes before. We can't and, wait. And we've got two super special guests, people that I love so much, and I'm so happy that you guys are going to be on the episode. We've got Steven and Natalie Jones with us tonight. What's up, everybody? Yes. So Steven and Natalie, you guys are planting a church in 2024 to um, Minnesota State in Mankato, Minnesota. Let's go. Hey, horns up. Horns up. We've, uh, we've got two Minnesota State students in the house right now. we got oh, Gigi right. and Sydney. Yes, give it up Just, for Minnesota yeah, State students. Let's go. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. No, not the ones wearing the Minnesota State stuff, Stephen. Yeah, the, tons oh. of support for Minnesota State. I know, I know. Guys, so before we kind of launch right into... What, why Minnesota State, why Mankato? To, we want to get just to know you guys just a little bit. So, Stephen and I had the privilege, it really is a privilege, absolute, absolute, absolute privilege. privilege to be on staff together in our Salt Company Ames days. Right now, you guys are in Cedar Falls, Iowa. But first, tell us how did the two of you get connected to Salt Company? Because I know both of you have a story. So, Natalie and I met in fourth grade, and I had a huge crush on her. Prayed to the Lord that he would let me marry her, and he answered that prayer. Fourth I grade. I literally prayed that as a fourth grader. Wow, that, and, uh, that feels really passionate for fourth grade. I, am I a love that for you. Human. It has, it has always been who I am. So, uh, no, we both went to Iowa State, immediately got connected to Salt Company there, um, joined leadership, went overseas, and then I uh, jumped on staff, got married. Not Well, you were on staff at Cornerstone, and then I was on the Salt Company staff. Yeah. And then uh, after about three and a half, four years, we moved up to Cedar Falls. And uh, in that time period, God like just really made it clear that we wanted to plant a church. Both Natalie and I were so impacted our freshman year of college and just saw how critical of a season that was. And our hearts began to break for the 403 campuses across our nation that don't necessarily have a church family that are reaching them. So I love that, Stephen. I don't, I don't want to detract from that, those statements, because that actually really matters. But the real question should be, Natalie, how did you feel about Stephen in fourth grade? Because uh, he was the new kid. I do right. remember that. My best friend had a crush on him, and I delivered her love letters to him. Which I threw away her. immediately. Wow, what a what a letdown. So Natalie The girl of your dreams walks up with what you think is love letters and it's from another girl. But yeah. Steven, good for you. So I threw them Fourth away. Grader. Natalie digs them out of the trash and walks up and slaps them on my desk and is like, Steven, you really hurt her feelings. So <laughs> Yeah. So you guys were at Salt Company at Ames at Iowa State, and then now you guys are in Cedar Falls. What caused that move? Why did you guys go to Cedar Falls at the University of Northern Iowa? Yeah, so back in 2018, um, I think we were loving ministry at Iowa State University and just really enjoying the privilege of kind of ministering on the campus that we had graduated from, but had gone, like, began to see 
a lot of the other campuses across our nation and began to see what God was doing at Iowa State, but that wasn't necessarily true at a lot of other universities across our nation. Um, as great as the, a lot of the ministries across our nation are, it is incredible when it's a church family that the context of discipleship and evangelism and then launching students out is happening. So we just really began to feel a burden that what was happening at Iowa State and the other campuses at the time of the network needed to happen at every single university in the United States. Yeah, I love that, Stephen. And if you guys, a lot of, you know, maybe these students here are too long, too young, and maybe there's some other listeners who remember you being at Iowa State, but Stephen, no one loves the Cyclones more than you. I don't, I don't have, I don't know your affinity for, for the Cats, the Panthers. I don't know what it is. I am, I am a diehard Cyclone fan, and I tell the UNI students all the time that I have switched, but that is a complete lie. I love the Cyclones. And uh, lie to my students that I that cats eat birds and laugh internally every time I say that because the Cyclones definitely are better than the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry about so that. So where are you Panthers. going with this question? Why so, are you exposing my lies? I'm so I'm so sorry. I just want to keep you honest, Stephen. I know you so well, and so I, anyway, I've just been so impressed by your guys' ability to to leave a place that was comfortable to go to another very comfy place, Cedar Falls, Iowa. <laughs> so not to say that that's uncomfortable, but but to leave a place in a ministry that really served you, that yeah. you loved so much, and then to go to another place and, and to even now, today, or I guess in 2024, to say goodbye to, to the cats and a place that you guys are going to love, that you guys love currently, not to say you don't love them, but that you currently love so much that's easy and I'm sure full of so much life in your friendships and relationships, staff members, all the things you're going to leave and say, God, would you do it in another place yeah. in Mankato? Yeah. I'm curious like for you guys, like, as you're in this room, you've been at Salt Company Conference many times in these settings. What is it like for you this year? Now, as you're dreaming about Mankato and Minnesota State, like, what is it like for you now experiencing this conference with all these students? Like, how is it different than years past? I think for me, like, this, this conference, I'm filled with a lot of grati like gratitude because, like, the UNI students that are here, it's been, like, an absolute privilege to lead you guys. And it's just so cool when we look back over the last three or four years and see what God has done. And so I've honestly thought way more about the UNI students and just so thankful That's for so the, good. like, things that we've gotten to see God do. But at the same time, as I've been filled with gratitude for that, it's gotten me so excited about you know, the Minnesota state students that will be here in the years to come and knowing like what we got to see God do with you and I students and the students coming to Christ and the students going overseas and the students going, leveraging their life on mission. Like now there's going to be a whole nother campus of students that that's going to be true of, and we're going to get to see God work. And so there's a lot of gratitude and then like anticipation of what he's going to do at another campus here. Yeah, that's awesome. Guys, if you don't know Stephen and Natalie, you should get to know them because they are some of the most kind, caring, loving um, people that you... I'm just so confident that what God has done in Ames and in Cedar Falls, he's going to continue to do in Mankato. And the two of you are, are going to be such a blessing to that city. And even if you've never considered moving to Mankato, because I love you guys and know you so well, you should consider moving to Mankato because you should consider moving with Stephen and Natalie because they are the type of people that I want to be. And so when I look at leaders like Stephen and Natalie, I'm like, I want to follow them. And so Salt Company students, you should move to Mankato because you should be disciples like Stephen and Natalie. 
If you guys didn't know, I love them so much. Did I mention that? <laughs> we, Did I mention that at all? We love you. Too, we love Riley. We love you. We love your boys. <laughs> okay, good. so we, much love. So Adeline much love. And Courtney actually shared due dates with both of our two Jacks. So we yes. have a Jack. Courtney yeah. has a Jack. They have the same due date. So, so we connected. Love the beers. Yeah. Sorry, Stephen. It's hard <laughs> for you to jump in here on all this love. All the moves, all the let them have a moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know. All right, Stephen. What if do you, you feel left out, you're in good company. Uh, <laughs> For for some of us listening or for those people around who have never heard of Mankato or Minnesota State or don't know much about it and don't really love it and see what you guys see, I want them to just hear you talk about Mankato and for you to share all of the things that have captured your heart and mind about Mankato and Minnesota State. So why do you guys love Mankato and Minnesota State? You want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Um, when we went to Mankato, for, I, went, I got to go three years ago. Then we went again as a family uh, last year. Uh, two things stand out to you right away when you go to Mankato. One, at least for us, there is a real sense that this is an incredible fit, both for our family and for our network. It's a community and campus. The dynamics that are present, uh, it's just we're not going to have to change anything about – there we go. We're not going to have to change anything about what we do as a SALT network. I mean, obviously, every time you want to learn the community and things, but it's like – the kinds of churches that we plant and the kinds of mini- college ministries that we lead, they're gonna. Mankato is just this perfect location right. for it, and so there's a real unique fit in this community that, like, our kind of our network is gonna plant an awesome church there. And then for our family, it really is a community where our family is gonna flourish. Wow! Uh, it just so many of the dynamics are kind of like a family oriented, a classic college community. Uh, my favorite restaurant is Waggies. It's awesome, isn't it, Sydney? Uh, just. You know, where it's like you have the Maverick burger. Somebody over there really loved Waggies. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah. They love it. Go uh, Shout out to Waggies. This episode is sponsored by Waggies. Oh, that Waggies. It'd be awesome. Stomper Burger, you know. Maverick, the Moon Dog. Let's go. The Moon, yeah, the Maverick Moon the Dog. dog. Yeah, that's yeah. the baseball. these names. That's, that's incredible. The North, Northwoods baseball team. It's awesome. Yeah. But we're gonna be we're gonna be there for there. That's for that. cool. So there's just a real unique fit. That for our family and yeah. for our network, that this community is just primed for like our kind of church plant of a multi-generational church that's going to love wow. the next generation. But not only that, it's also there's an incredible opportunity for the gospel, an incredible need. Anyone that you talk to from Mankato, from Minnesota, immediately what they'll say when you, they find out you're planting a church there is, oh, my word, we need one. We need a church. We need a church that loves college students. And so I've gotten the chance to talk to a lot of Minnesota State students over the last six months. And that is the like common thread. Yeah. Like we need a church that will be for us. Uh, it's widely known as a party school and just a place where it's like, man, there's a lot of like darkness is the word that gets thrown around there. But it's not necessarily like uh, people are disengaged because they're super hard and anti towards the gospel. It's just because there's really not that mu- many opportunities for them. We haven't been able to find a church that has a college ministry in Mankato. Wow. There's a hundred thousand people that live in that area. Yeah. We've only found maybe three or four parachurch ministries on the campus. And so there's just an incredible need. Uh, we were talking with a, a guy who planted a church there six years ago. And he estimates that there's only 175 students out of the 15,000 students that are involved in a church or ministry on campus. And so you just have for us this, this kind of like incredible dream situation of a community that's about two and a half, three hours north of Cornerstone and Ames, about three hours away from Candeo and Cedar Falls, that is just primed and like prepared for a, a church to be planted there that's going to love students and to see the gospel just explode on a campus and inside a community. 
Do you want to share your favorite thing about the campus? Yeah. So one of my favorite things about Minnesota State is that it actually ranked ninth nationally out of the whole entire country for international student population. Awesome. So I think 10% of campus is international students. Wow. 96 different countries. So it's clear that there's opportunity there. Um, Just to reiterate this too, I I think it's clear that there's a need for college students. Um, I can only assume that's the same for like community members. We had an elder um, at... Our church right now, Candeo, who lived up there a number of years ago with his wife, and it was a real struggle for them to find a church that opened the Bible. That was their standard. We just want a church that opens the Bible. And so that was a number of years ago now. I think there has been maybe one or two healthy churches come up there since then, but it just highlights the need for the community you know, side, too. Man, that is just so cool to see your guys' unique gifting and just like your passion for people to intersect with an incredible gospel need at a university that is desperate for a church and community that's going to love them and bring the gospel to them. So it's just so cool to see how God has wired you guys with your unique story to like now go to a place where it's like, oh, this just seems like a really cool fit. Yeah, we were going to ask you guys to share like what's your pitch to go to Mankato, but you gave the pitch. I mean, that's exactly what... Do you want to add more to the pitch? You can. Yeah, I do. I'm sold. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. We, we're sold. Um, you know, we'll have core team applications at some point or another, and it's fun that we're following right up after the IMB ones. And one of the like questions I've contemplated putting on our core team application is like, why are you staying? You know, like not going overseas. Right. Why are right. you staying in the U.S.? Like, wow. I, So I don't know. I just, I think my pitch for all, every single one of you is God has a unique call on your life and don't go through life indifferent to that call. And that might be to move to Mankato. That might be to go back to your hometown. That might be to go overseas. But every single one of you, God has a unique call on your life and you should take seriously the stewardship of your life. The same way God would call you to steward any other aspect of your life, your like first move after college is a stewardship. And that might be in Mankato. It might not be. You know, we're praying that there'd be 50 people that come with us, but we're at a conference of 4,700. And right now the only church plant for 2024. So I actually think it'd be a problem if everybody came. Like, you know, so it's like, but you should really seek God about what is the first step for me out of college. That's really good. Is that to do a journeyman with the IMB? Is that to do a residency with C2C? Is that to move on our church plan and to fulfill a unique role that you really see God has equipped you during your time in college for? And if you do move with us, it's going to be an incredible experience of a lifetime as we get to depend on God in a way that many of us have never depended on God before and to faithfully share the gospel with people, see them come to faith, see them baptized, disciple them, and then to watch so many people leave Mankato because they get a passion for the nations, for other communities that need churches, and we get the opportunity to see something really amazing multiply. Guys, podcast listeners, you can't do this live, but just go back and click the the rewind button 15 seconds, just like a few seconds, and listen to that. Because Stephen, that's what I love so much about the two of you, is your heart isn't just to get, let's just bring as many people as we can to Mankato because we want to build this amazing, huge church or this big salt company. Your desire is that people go as laborers to raise up more laborers, to see lost people come to know Jesus and come to know faith. And we pray that there's a lot 
in Minnesota, but your heart is that there's not just in Minnesota, not just in the Midwest, but to the ends of the earth. And that's why you should go with Stephen and Natalie. He, yeah. he wasn't pitching himself, but I will. And so, yeah, guys, I love that. And as you, just before we wrap up, guys, what's, what's some of the ways that we can be praying for, for you two specifically for your church plant? You've got tons of time. Hopefully next year we'll get to interview again and see where you guys are at in the church planning process. But how can students and listeners be, be praying for you now? Yeah, I think between now and let's just say next conference, like we're really praying that like first and foremost, the two of us would be like this really enjoying intimacy with the Lord and that our character and our life would be in the healthiest place that it can be. Our marriage would be in the healthiest place it'd be. Uh, we have three kids. We'll have four kids at the next conference, which is awesome. And we just, we just are recognizing like the real, like have a real awareness of the dependence that we're going to like need to have on, on God in this season. And we want to, before we can, like Luke said last night, rise, like launch into public. We want to build in private. And so that's like for the next six months, like a lot of like, man, I just want to be like marked by prayer and godliness and all of that before uh, God moves us into a more public launch and stuff. Uh, we're, we're beginning the kind of the initial process of recruiting like staff, key leaders, and eventually core teams. So you can pray for that as well. But I think first and foremost, that we would just really delight in the Lord in this season and, and let whatever happens publicly start from a private devotion. That's awesome. So how would a student get connected with you guys either here at conference or post-conference? Yeah, the easiest way is we have QR codes. And so if you've seen the coasters over at the church planting booth, that QR code will send you to an interest form that's really simple. And then we'll be following up with all of those interest forms uh, here in the next couple of weeks. And then we'll begin uh, interest meetings and vision trips next September, next October. And so anyone who fills that out, you'll, we'll keep you up to date on all of those things happening. Uh, and so that's the easiest way. How about our podcast listeners who are not currently here? Yep. If you're on the podcast, you can go to the Salt Network website. Is that Salt, this salt network.com. The salt network.com. Yes. And if you go to the plants page, you can scroll down and see uh, Mankato. If you just click that, it takes you straight to the exact same interest form. Steven, if you love the salt network.com, nope, you, you weren't feeling the in good. Company. Oh, I was, was I to, supposed to end? No, right it here? wasn't that. It wasn't that. Guys, we love you so much. And this is the decision, <laughs> this is the decision right now that Courtney never tries to do the in good company thing. It's just it's just she not for me. To do it. I wanted to do it. So, hey guys, we love you so much. We're so thankful for the ways that you're leading you inside awesome. of our network and influencing so many students. And we ask that God would continue to produce fruit yeah. in your own lives, but that you would be part of producing fruit in the lives of so many others. And and we love you guys. So, thanks for joining in for this live episode. And if you like seeing, if you like hearing Courtney mess up, then you're in good company. There it was. Crushed it. <laughs>